0: Sure hope nobody's coming here for answers today because I don't have them, and neither does anyone with whom I spoke last night at PPG Paints Arena. Good morning to you. Good Friday morning. I'm Dan Kovacevic of DK Pittsburgh Sports. This is Daily Shot of Penguins. It comes your way bright and early every weekday if you're into football and or baseball. I also offer up Daily Shots of Steelers and Pirates where you found this devil's Six, Penguins won. Notice how slowly I put that forth to you, just so it didn't overwhelm you all at once. Even if, for whatever godforsaken reason, you sat through all of that, I can tell you that no more than about half of the paid crowd did, that score could still come across as a little unsettling. And you know what? It should be. It should be. When you get down 3-0, boom, just like that, you didn't show up prepared. You just didn't. You didn't take the ice with any kind of focus or purpose, really. Maybe it's the caliber of the opponent, where the devils are in the standings. Maybe it's the fact that the Penguins really didn't do much exceptionally well last week in Newark and still beat that team. But whatever it was, they came out there and laid an instant egg and got way behind. And that's three losses in a row, which really don't have some kind of hard pattern to them. And depending on your viewpoint, that can either be a good thing, because it might just be, you know, whatever, a funk. Or it can be a bad thing, because the longer it goes on, the pattern becomes self-fulfilling, meaning you're just not that good. And I, of course, don't believe that. But listen to what happened when I asked Sidney Crosby about this afterward. Oh, I think it's just... Starts with a good start. You know that would go a long way. If we could give ourselves a better start. Uh, we've been chasing games here the last few, and it hasn't uh, hasn't turned out great for us. So I think if we just start there and try to put a few periods together, um, you know, we've we just got to be better. You know, we're not uh, we're not playing the way we're capable right now. I said this in Toronto when Sid came out to meet with us after the dud up there. And I'll say it again, it's nice to see the captain coming out after tough losses. This is one of the things that's been pretty much gone from the sports landscape in the pandemic. Most people won't know about it, but media relations people will go and find someone who did well in a loss and bring that person out because they feel like that person is going to be less likely to tell them to go pound salt. And you don't get the accountability kind of quotes that you're looking for someone to explain what's actually wrong with the team so it's great that Sid's doing this again I'm going to start with that it's not great obviously that there isn't an answer there yet I'm not criticizing him I don't see an answer I appreciate the fact that he didn't really come up with one because I don't know that it exists Mike, you know how your team needs to play. Your coaches know how the team needs to play. The players know how the team needs to play. Why isn't it happening right now? What needs to change?
1: I don't know if I have a good answer for you. You know, I, I just think to a certain extent, the last few games, we beat ourselves in a lot of ways, you know, a lot of different ways. And, you know, it's it, it's not, I, I don't think it's from a lack of effort. Um, we're just uh, in, in certain areas. There's lapses in the game, where you know we're just not diligent. Whether it be decisions we make with the puck, and you know we put ourselves in tough spots with some of the decisions we make, and I, and I think we got to do a better job taking care of the puck. Um, but it's, a, it's it's more than that. I, I just think that that you know there there are a number of things that. During the course of the last three games, where we know we can be better as a group, and um, you know, I I was really looking forward to tonight's game because I I really was excited about about watching our team, and uh, you know, obviously we didn't get we didn't get the start that we wanted. I thought the second period we were really good, and we just couldn't score, and it seemed like they were very opportunistic. You know, we we had extended play in the. In the second period, we couldn't we couldn't score to get it to get it close, and then they come down. They get one chance, and it goes in the net. You know they were opportunistic there, so that that was just the nature of how the game was played. So, um, I'm not sure the, the the score of the game was was a true indication of how the game was played. Um, but having said that, they were opportunistic on the on the chances they got.
0: Gotta love the coach. Gotta love the answer that he gives, even when that answer is. I'm not sure I have an answer for you. Outstanding stuff. Because I don't think he has one either. And when we start going back and forth on what's really misfired for this team over the last three games, and I really do think it's the last three games, there might be people trying to stretch this to something way before that, or uh, when Evgeny Malkin returned, or... When Teddy Bluger went out of the lineup, I'm not seeing that. Uh, I'm not feeling that. I'm seeing three games. I'm feeling three games for the simple reason that, as you heard me say to Sullivan in that audio, they know what they're supposed to be doing, they know what it's supposed to look like, they know the confidence collectively and individually with which they expect themselves to perform. None of this is a mystery to any of them, but it's not getting done. It's not getting done. And as a result, at the risk of repeating the refrain that I began to push, even after the first of these three losses in Toronto, I really feel like it's time to see some different people passing through this lineup. There's no sense on this hockey team that if I play a lousy game, I'm not going to play in the next one. You can ask me how I know that, and I can answer this one with authority, and that is, I'm looking at them. I'm looking at what they're doing out there. I'm looking at how they handle. 4-1, 5-1, 6-1. You know who got ticked off last night? Sid. Chased after a couple different devils. Thought he was going to crack one of them right through his spine from behind. Jeff Carter probably is going to end up getting supplemental discipline over this but just viciously I thought cross-checked some dude in the face got a double minor for it and thought he was lucky to get that but at least they didn't fall asleep Gino didn't fall asleep either Evgeny Malkin scoring the only goal and responsible for a lot of the offense that's not to say that any of these guys were great either but at least you saw something Where's your energy supposed to come from in these situations? Has hockey changed that much that you don't expect a jolt from your bottom six in some form? The Penguins needed a lift from their fourth line. After the Devils had taken a couple goals lead and they go out there and they give one up too. On a lapse, on a giveaway, Evan Rodriguez had a giveaway for a goal. These people are scoring zero goals. They're producing zero offense, and they haven't even really been all that good at the defensive stuff, including the penalty killing since Teddy went out, if you want to look for longer-term patterns. This is when you start making people feel uncomfortable. When they come to the rink, when they leave the rink. If you have scored no goals or one goal over a span of, I don't know, several months, you should be quaking in your shoes, walking back to the car after the game. That isn't happening right now. And again, none of us needs to be a fly on the wall to figure that out. Just watch the games. Your energy shouldn't be coming from your generational superstar. When we come back, just one question. And today's J1Q comes from Aaron Wilburn. Who asks, what gives? How can a team with so many superstars perform so horribly? This is brutal. Well, Aaron, you're referring to the superstars. You're referring to, and who else could you be including? But Sid and Gino. I guess if you go past superstar status, you could include. Jake Gensel, Brian Russ, Chris Letang, of course. Tristan Jari's become an all-star. Nobody played well last night. I thought Danton Heinen was at least active and visible. And as I mentioned, as the game went on, Gino got stronger and became more of a force. Mike Matheson, too. I guess I could throw him in. I mean, but we're really scraping here to just add a couple of names to the pile. It was a bad game. Was a bad, bad game. But it's not now in 2022 the singular domain of the superstars to carry this team. I have maintained this through the strongest stretches that this team has had over this winter a 35 game stretch that matched the best 35-game stretch in franchise history. And I kept insisting on the same concept, that it wasn't happening because they were riding the superstars. It was happening, well, a lot because of Jari, but also because the supporting cast was contributing and doing so significantly and in turn, the team as a whole was attacking en masse. It was going after the puck as like a singular entity, okay? Like a collection of cells. They were going after the puck as if they wanted it, not as if one player wanted it. And then from there, they were supporting the puck as if they wanted it, not as if just the one player wanted it. And that did happen at times last night. The first 10 minutes of the second period, the Penguins just owned the puck, owned the rink, just kept buzzing around the New Jersey zone, couldn't get anything past Nico Dawes, the 21-year-old that the Devils started in net. And the way fate has it, when you don't score on those, you're going to Give up a goal on the very first shot you see at the other end of the rink. And that's what happened when Jack Hughes made a really pretty pass to Dawson Mercer. And poof, there went all of that. But the play, they know what they're supposed to do. And they didn't get it done on a consistent basis. And I'm going to keep coming back to this term, energy. This is where you need a line or two lines that go out there and just swing the game, make a difference, surprise us a little bit, get one into the back of the net every once in a blue moon. Let the good work that your superstars do be toward a meaningful goal rather than the one that Gino scored last night that turned a game that was 3-0 into 3-1. I mean, that was nice and all for a few seconds. But your superstars' contributions should count for more than that. And they don't because this team is getting zippo from its supporting cast. And we'll see. You know, next up are the Rangers tomorrow. Okay, if they play like this or like they've done in any of these three games against New York, they're going to get smoked. And it's not going to be because of anything they did wrong, necessarily. It's going to be because the other guys are pretty good. Do you make changes to the lineup now? Do you wait through the weekend and see how they do against the Rangers tomorrow and then in Columbus on Sunday? I would, but I'm not running the team. All I'm doing is running out to Columbus to cover that game for you, and we'll talk about it on Monday's show. Thanks so much for the question and for listening to Daily Shot of Penguins today.